Church, on this Fellowship Sunday, it is so good to be with you and to worship with you, to fellowship with you. It's good to be back. Uh, We enjoyed uh, being at uh, Katie's family reunion, seeing some relatives we haven't seen in a very long time. And uh, while I was gone, Pastor Jeff, I think, preached uh, the most important message that's been preached here this year, which is on the Sermon on the Mount, one of the best expositions of the Sermon on the Mount that I've ever heard. So I hope if you missed that message that you'll go back, find it online, and, uh, and be blessed as I was in uh, hearing the word from our brother. We're going to be having primarily uh, this morning baptisms, and uh, so... Uh, I'm going to just have a very brief devotional for you this morning, uh, and the main uh, testimonies that we're going to hear are going to be testimonies of the gospel of salvation uh, given by our brothers and sisters as they uh, give their testimonies of faith. They're going to share how they were gloriously saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, to the glory of God alone. And we're all going to be reminded of the gospel truths, the sufficiency of Christ's finished work on the cross, of the power of his resurrection, the transforming work of the cross, the amazing love and grace of God. We're going to rejoice with 12 of our brothers and sisters. We're going to have Koinonia fellowship with them as they rejoice in their salvation, as they worship the Lord and we worship together with him, for he is a God who is mighty to save. And if you're here this morning, you don't know the Lord, you need to listen to the testimonies of transformed lives that you're about to hear and realize that God can do the same for you. But before we begin the baptisms, I'd like to just share a brief devotional uh, with you from uh, John chapter 13, uh, verses 34 through 35. Today is Fellowship Sunday, the time of the year where we focus on the incredible blessings we have of being part of this wonderful church family. And so I want to read to you from John chapter 13, verses 34 through 35. And these verses record one of the most important commandments that the Lord Jesus Christ has given to us as his body, the church. And this is John 13, 34 through 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you that you also love one another. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Command here is simple. Love one another. And the result of obeying that command is a powerful one. It says if we will do this, all people will know that we are Christ's disciples if we will love one another. If we want to reach the world out there, we have to love one another in here. And a huge portion of the New Testament is devoted to this very theme, this very topic. It's devoted to teaching us what the Lord Jesus meant when he said, love one another. And this wasn't advice, this wasn't a a wish, this was, he says, a new commandment that I give to you. We are obligated to love one another, obligated by the one who loved us and gave himself for us. I've mentioned before that uh, one of my biblical counseling professors, Dr. Stuart Scott, who was here for the 180 conference a few years ago, has written a really brief but very important little book called 
31 ways to be a one another Christian. And um, if in your life group or in your small group, your Bible study, or even in your personal devotions, you haven't used this book to do a Bible study on the one another's, I really recommend it to you. It's a helpful little book because it takes all of the one another commands in the New Testament, and there are dozens and dozens of them, but kind of groups them into 31 categories. And for each of these categories there's an explanation given briefly an illustration of how that would look in real life and then a practical application section in a minute I'm going to read through that list of 31 one another's that Dr. Scott has categorized but before I do I want to just make three simple pastoral observations about them number one many of these commandments cannot be obeyed if you are not regularly attending church and if, in our context, you're not deeply involved in a life group. There are simply things the Lord has told us to do that you cannot do if you're not here. And if you're here but you kind of come late and leave early, or wait, come early and leave late, no. See, I, 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 I've been away too long. I'm sunbaked, you know, and uh, can't, can't get my, my words straight. But I think you get the point, right? It, you have to be in fellowship. You have to be in relationship with other believers in order to do the things that the scripture commands every believer to do. And that's why we really emphasize here life groups because those are the smaller groups that enable you to do these commands for one another. Second observation I wanna make is that many of the one another commandments cannot be obeyed if you are not inviting people to your home and visiting people in their homes. One of the commands is show hospitality to one another. Third observation, many of these commandments cannot be obeyed without going to hospitals, to funerals, to nursing homes, and to other places where we can minister to brothers and sisters in need. In other words, in our context, the one another commandments require us to be here in church regularly, to be deeply involved in a life group, to practice hospitality, to visit each other in homes, hospitals, nursing homes, and in other contexts of needs. That's how we obey these commands of the Lord. To love one another, we must live life together. And that means we must have true and deep and meaningful fellowship. And so on Fellowship Sunday, that, of course, is the exhortation that we would have true, deep, and meaningful fellowship. And that requires effort on each of our parts. Perhaps you're finding it difficult to build connection here. I want to encourage you to be a giver, to come here not seeking what you can get, but what you can give, to look for someone else, perhaps, who hasn't made friends here yet and to befriend that person to go and to serve there are so many opportunities to serve and it is in serving one another that those relationships are built so I want you to listen as I read this list of 31 one another commands and I've grouped them into those three categories number one those commands which are primarily obeyed by regular church attendance and by deep involvement in the local church. Number two, those which are primarily obeyed by inviting people to your home and visiting them and theirs. And number three, those commands which are primarily obeyed by going to places of need, such as hospital, funerals, nursing homes, etc. So let me read them to you, and I've put them on the screen for you as well. Category number one, the one another commandments which can be obeyed by regular church attendance and deep involvement in a life group. And let me just read them to you. Be devoted to one another with brotherly love. Outdo one another in showing honor. Welcome one another. 
instruct one another. Do not sue one another. Do not provoke and do not envy one another. Speak truthfully to one another. Be kind to one another. Forgive one another. Be in submission to one another. Bear with one another. Teach and admonish one another. Be at peace with one another. Do not speak against one another. Greet one another. Category number two, the one another commandments which can be obeyed primarily by inviting people to your home and visiting them in theirs. Be hospitable to one another. Build one another up. Increase and abound in love for one another. Encourage and build up one another. Seek good for one another. Stir up one another. Confess to one another. Be humble toward one another. By the way, I put be humble toward one another in the at-home category because it takes humility to allow people in to, you know, see your socks still on the banister and, you know, you know the candy wrappers you forgot to pick up and all of that. That takes humility. But letting people see your imperfections will remind them that they can let you see theirs and that's how relationship is built. And the last one is have fellowship with one another. Category number three, the one another commandments which can be primarily obeyed by going to hospitals, funerals, nursing homes and other places to minister to those in need. And those commandments are care for one another, comfort one another, serve one another, bear one another's burdens, pray for one another. So those are kind of a summary of the one another commands in the New Testament and thought that would be just a good devotional uh, for us this morning. I wanna just tell you, I'm really happy to report I have just seen this year so many of these commandments being practiced by so many of you and I really wanna commend you uh, for that. I think our fellowship is strong uh, but it still needs to grow. We need to grow in that. I wanna close with 1 Thessalonians chapter four verses nine through 10, because as I was thinking of you and all that I've seen in in the marvelous ways you've been applying these commandments, I thought of this uh, verse in 1 Thessalonians chapter four, verses nine and 10. And this is kind of the benediction to the message this morning. 1 Thessalonians 4, nine. Now as to the love of the brethren, You have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. For indeed, you do practice it toward all the brethren. But we urge you, brethren, to excel still more. So I commend you, and I urge you to excel still more. Lord, I do want to just thank you uh, for uh, this church family and the many ways in which I have seen them care for one another, comfort one another, encourage one another, uh, admonish one another, be there for one another, pray for one another. Lord, I thank you that I can come as, uh, as a pastor and and give thanks to you for the clear and obvious work that you have done. They clearly have been taught by you to love one another. Lord, my prayer is that they and I and all of us together, Lord, would excel still more. Lord, that that phrase, that admonition uh, would be on our hearts, minds, and lips this year, that we would excel still more 
in the love of one another commandments, uh, that you may be glorified and that the world may know uh, that we are your disciples by our love for one another. This we ask in Jesus' name, amen. I wanna ask the men to come. We're gonna now celebrate our fellowship together in the Lord's table. We gather now as a, as a big church family uh, to gather around the Lord's table of fellowship. Uh, communion is a sign of fellowship with the Lord and with one another. And so if you're not in fellowship with the Lord or you're not in fellowship with uh, this body or maybe the home church you came from, uh, then I would encourage you to abstain uh, from partaking communion. But if you're in fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ and with his body, the church, I invite you to partake with us, even if you're a guest this morning. And uh, we're gonna celebrate uh, the Lord's table together. So let me pray and then the men will come and serve you. And as they're serving, we wanna take some time to just reflect on the beauty and the glories of our fellowship we have with the Lord and with one another. Lord, as we come to your table, we again give you thanks and praise for the gospel, the good news. Uh, Lord, every single person here uh, is a sinner. And Lord, we uh, could never uh, gather around your table because we were separated from you by sin. Lord, we were at enmity with you. Uh, Lord, we were hostile to you in our thoughts, our words, our desires, our actions. Lord, through the marvelous grace of Jesus Christ, through his death for our sins, his resurrection, which broke the power of death and sin. Lord, through his glorious ascension and through his promise to return, Lord, we have fellowship with you and with one another. We are united with you by faith and we are therefore united with one another in a great spiritual family. And so, Lord, as we come to your table, help us to partake with grateful hearts, celebrating the love that we have uh, from you and to you and through you to, uh, to one another. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. Men, please come and serve.